In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Gospel text is a continuation through St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, the famous Sermon on the Mount, which means it's also a continuation of God's code for happiness for us as we are created with our bodies and souls, and also in light of us having a fallen nature, that inclination to sin. And today, in this code of happiness, we hear what is possibly the hardest part for a number of us, maybe all of us. Our Lord says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I, God says, but I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Easily for us, whenever we are hurt, whenever someone has done something wrong to us, something that is evil, our knee-jerk reaction is to return that evil with something that's probably also evil. Insult for insult. And God is saying, no, you do not return an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. You do not get even with them. You don't seek revenge. You don't seek vengeance. Instead, do what I would do. Do what God would do and return the insult with a blessing. The blessing can manifest itself in many different forms, but nonetheless, do not return the insult with an insult. You return it instead with a blessing. To help illustrate this point, when I was in the seminary, I went with a group of guys, we saw this movie called The Railway Man. It's kind of not really well known. It came out in 2013, has Colin Firth. I definitely would say for, as a heads up, for everyone, it does have one inappropriate scene. It has many scenes of torture, but it's based on a true story. So parents, please exercise caution if you show this movie with your children, by all means. But it's a movie that has an incredible impact on anyone who watches it. And it's amazing that it's just not more well known. It's a true story of this British officer who was caught by the Japanese and in World War II. He's caught in the Jap by the Japanese, and he's tortured in many different ways. He's tortured. The war is done. They got this British officer that the story, the railway man, the movie, focuses on. He gets out. He goes back home. As the years goes by, and this is by this, when, he, when he was in the war, he was in his 20s. When I say now, years gone by, he's in his 50s or so. And he finds out that one of the men, the Japanese soldiers that tortured him, is still alive. This is a true story. He's still alive. I'm going to ruin the mood for you, by the way, but I still suggest to see it. This Japanese soldier that tortured him is still alive. So the British soldier, the former British soldier, he goes out to find this Japanese soldier that tortured him. He finds him. And then he basically traps him. And he literally has it within his full power in this particular climax of the movie to kill this individual, this Japanese soldier that tortured him back in World War II. Literally, it was on the cusp of doing it. But he stops, and he doesn't. In that moment, he forgave that soldier who did not deserve his forgiveness by any means, who did not deserve his mercy whatsoever, he forgave that soldier. And amazingly enough, they actually became close friends. 
They became close friends. This is just an unbelievable true story, the railway man. But this is an excellent modern-day contemporary point of this, of this gospel text. That British soldier did not return an eye for an eye or for a tooth for a tooth. He did turn the other cheek, but the other cheek was not to have retribution, not to have revenge. It was to bless this Japanese soldier with mercy, with forgiveness, when clearly this Japanese soldier did not deserve it. This is what our Lord is honing in on for us when he says, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Why? He tells us the why. That you may be children of your heavenly Father. Because he goes even further to say, for he makes, he, God, makes his son, S-U-N, the ball in the sky, he makes his son rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. In other words, God loves his enemies. God is our role model. We too should be loving our enemies. When we say we love our enemies, it doesn't mean that those who have wronged us gravely, somehow now what they've done is right. No, it does not mean that. But it does mean that even though they have wronged us, we still love them. We return not insult in, with insult, not an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. We return with a blessing instead. When I was in the seminary, we uh, were gathered together. We had this elderly priest talk to us. And he said, whatever happens to you young men, whether meaning if you become a priest or not, you're just going to encounter people in your life that you don't like or they really have hurt you. It's just going to happen. And he said, you don't, as our Lord tells us, you don't return an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. Instead, I encourage you all to do what Jesus did, and you kill them with charity. You kill them with charity. In other words, that you, they probably, some might expect to have some knee-jerk reaction for what they say, what they've done to you, etc. And the response is not, of course, to return it with an evil but you turn it with a good, with a blessing instead, just like that British soldier did to that Japanese torturer from his days in World War II. We know Lent is around the corner. This upcoming Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Depending on for us all where we're at with people that we definitely can't get along with, our enemies, etc., this could be a great time. Lent, it would be a great time for us to focus how is it, God, that I can indeed love my enemies? How is it that I can love those individuals that have hurt me, that have wronged me? What are you calling me to do to love these individuals so that I can be much more God-like, much more like you, to be a child of my Heavenly Father? If you were to take that seriously, my friends, and to imitate the example of that amazing British soldier from that movie, then you'll be diving into, indeed, what it means to be a child of God, to be, in other words, on your path of making it to heaven. It won't be easy. That I can guarantee. But it will be worth it. Because the redemption that you will receive inside, you'll finally have the peace that you've probably been wanting. But it's just always been just out of reach because of the pain that was caused. What is it that possibly you can do to love your enemies during this Lent? And if you do, then the last line of today's gospel text, it'll be true for you. It'll be true.
So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.